And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life, well, that's another, which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. Also, since I've had several clairvoyants and psychic mediums on the show over the last few months, I've been getting a lot of questions from listeners lately about how to get their own personal readings. And I must say, I've enjoyed all my guests who've read me, but Colby Psychic Rebel really, really floored me. You can actually hear the mini reading she gave me in episode number 281, where she not only connected with my grandfather, who's been dead since 1985, but she even called him out by first name. Uh, She also called out all my future plans to turn the show into a video-based production, as well as the two books I'm currently writing. But what really floored me was when I took my son to get a reading from her in person in L.A. just a few weeks ago for his 18th birthday and how she clarified all the big questions he had about his future. It was extremely helpful for him deciding what to do after high school and the level of detail she called out was absolutely remarkable. So. When I was with her that day, of course, really excited about what I had just seen her do, I explained that a lot of the Positive Head listeners uh, have been asking about getting psychic readings for themselves or connecting with a dead relative or friend. Uh, And so I asked her if she would be willing to give the Positive Head listeners a special discount. And she was gracious enough to say yes. Uh, Super, super excited about that. Super convenient to work with her too because she can read you right over the telephone just as easily as in person so it doesn't matter where you live so guys if you've ever wanted to speak to someone on the other side uh, get clarity on your own life and your future or both but you also wanted to make sure you connected with a psychic who is the real deal i assure you colby is it uh what you got to do simply go to psychicrebel.com, put in p head one five p head 15 at checkout and you'll receive 15 percent off any type of reading that you get, but she's only going to offer this discount for a limited time, so don't sleep on this deal. Once again, that's psychicrebel.com. The code to use at checkout is PHEAD15. 
Lastly, for any of you that are building a spiritual-based business or already have one, I strongly encourage you to also pick up her brand new book, Leap of Faith, How to Build Your Spiritual Business on Amazon. All right, all you positive heads, welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we go again, back on the air. It's a beautiful day, Friday, here in Southern California, where I happen to reside at this moment as I record, and um, yeah, it's been a beautiful morning. Started with a chakra meditation and yoga and healthy food. I did all the all the things that, you know how you have those sort of goals for yourself, and uh, you don't always get to them, and, and your aim is to sort of, okay, this is going to be my my structure. This is my loose plan. Well, sometimes it's too loose and you don't get to the things that you want to do. And today I did them all and it feels really, really nice. Um, highly recommend doing uh, chakra meditation. Um, and it was funny just as I finished it. First time I hadn't done one in a really long time. And I found a great guided meditation about 20 minutes on YouTube and um, kind of went through it. And I felt so energized and open afterwards. Go to check my email. First thing is someone contacting me wanting to potentially come on the show saying their special specialty is training people and opening their chakras. <laughs> and I just had to laugh. The synchronicity is is everywhere. I mean, literally, I'm still sitting there from finishing and decide to open my email. So I'm sitting there and, and that's the first thing I read. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, I am in the flow today and I hope you all are as well. Be kind and gentle to yourself, and uh, I have no doubt that uh, life will flow more easily. So do things that are healthy, high vibration. They feel so good. It's like it's sort of like school, like thinking about homework beforehand, and you're like dreading it, or you don't want to take the, you know, so easy to procrastinate. And then when you do it, it's like, oh, it feels so good to have kind of went through it and, and done what I need to do. And, uh, or, you know, in this case, you don't have to do it. You don't need to do it, but well, I guess that's debatable too. Uh, it is such a powerful, powerful practice, you know, all these things, any of these sorts of things, you know, do Tai Chi, do anything. But, you, you know, in my case, it was yoga, a healthy smoothie, a meditation. Now recording this, it's like doing things that are in vibrational alignment, right? Opening me up. And um, anyway, let's see. I got uh, quite a few things I want to talk about today. So I should move right along. Um, you guys that have been sharing things on the Facebook page, uh, mixing it up, thank you so much. Some cool content, good content has come from that. One of the, the videos I'm going to share today came from uh, a listener uh, and um, friend on the Facebook page, Positive Heads. So Positive Heads with an S, that is uh, where uh, a lot of us are mixing it up, sharing stories, sharing inspiring things, supporting each other. It's a wonderful place. It can, it, it's been growing, so I love seeing you guys on there uh, and especially when you're interacting with each other because uh, I love somehow playing a role in connecting other soul family. So yeah, get on there. If you're, I know you're all on Facebook. Anyone listening to this, just join, come, you know, ask to join Positive Heads and you will be accepted, of course. And yeah, we'd love to see you in there. It's more high vibrational stuff in your world, right? And in ours, if you join. So um Let's see here. What have we got? Oh, I did have a review today that I would like to share. And uh, you guys know also I get very excited about reviews on iTunes. It's the holy grail of all things podcasting. If you take the time to give a review on 
um, iTunes. It helps us to reach new people. I think now if you search the word positive on, uh, you know, iTunes, we come up like right, right at the top, which is really, really great. So someone out there looking for, you know, that sort of keyword is going to find this podcast and maybe link into more than they bargained for uh, with a lot of the guests and topics of conversation. But isn't it great how that works? You know, what a, what a great sort of keyword to have um, to, to get people in the door to open up to all sorts of um you know, like I said, more than just being positive, it's being holistic, understanding you are it all, you are one with it all, the up, the down, the left, the right, um, and uh, finding peace with that. Not necessarily always happy with what's happening, ecstatic about it, but but at peace with it. And that's such an important piece to get. <laughs> no pun intended. Pun intended. Uh, okay, so where's Dalian to laugh at my bad jokes? <laughs> you guys out there chuckle for me, will you? <laughs> Um, let's see. I have a review, um, on iTunes from absinthe and it says Miss Sonia is the title. Um, thank you for having Miss Sonia on your podcast. I love this woman. She is a beautiful healer and has helped me greatly. A dear friend of mine introduced us and a few years ago, and she is a sweet voice always with me, reminding me to live and accept myself. I subscribed to your podcast. I've never subscribed to any podcast before, so you are my first. I really enjoyed the entire podcast and topic. Thank you, Kim Kilman. She actually signed her name. Wow, thank you, Kim. Um, what a great, uh, what a great uh, honor to be your first podcast subscription. I hope it. Uh, It meets all of your uh, hopes, dreams, and desires for what a podcast could be. It's certainly a labor of love that I'm putting out into the world here and having people like Sonia, you know, who she's referring to guys is Sonia Sophia, who's uh, the founder of World Tapping uh, Circle. And you've probably heard the the intro ad uh, that we have for World Tapping Circle. Uh, We've formed a partnership where uh, she's giving like a around a 35% discount to any positive head listeners who uh, want to join and do uh, weekly tapping with her. She does a live um, circle um, where she taps. And essentially, for those of you who don't know what tapping is, it's emotional freedom technique. Um, you can you know check out the science behind it. Essentially, you're tapping on key meridians on the body while you sort of, she steps you through these um, statements that help to release blockages and energy. And uh, it's such a healing process simple and healing practice. So I highly encourage you guys, if you haven't joined, go check out uh, World Tapping Circle, um, worldtappingcircle.com forward slash positive head. And you get, like I said, she's given a special discount. Also helps to support the show uh, because part of the proceeds go to the show. And uh, yeah, as we expand, that will come in handy because I need more and more help as things continue to grow a lot. So it's a beautiful thing. All of it, all of it. I love it all. I love you all. Um, Let's see, moving right along. A lot to talk about. A past interviewee, past guest, Ethan Indigo Smith, uh, actually was on the show a while back. Looks like here, looking up, it was episode 209. Um, and if you guys want to check him out, he, uh, he wrote me and uh, about 1111. And uh, he's a contributing writer for Wake Up World, which you guys may be familiar with, um, site uh, or Facebook page. And uh, so both, I believe. And uh, he sent this article and I loved it. And today is 11-11, right? I forgot, forgot to mention that at the top of the show. So 11-11 being such a key sort of spiritual um, 
sign for a lot of people who are uh, sort of a, awakening and, and waking up to um, sort of the, the spiritual side of themselves. And as they tap in more and more and get in the flow and more synchronicity and more, you know, th- this is a number that continues to be significant for a lot of people. And there's a lot you can read and research out there. Actually, we did a show a long time ago uh, on 11.11. It looks like it was episode number 114 uh, with Dalian and I, I believe. And uh, if you guys want to go back to that one, we go into a lot of detail about 11.11 and the significance. But um, today, since it is 11.11, as I'm recording this, we're going to share Ethan's, uh, I, want, I, w- I thought I would read from Ethan's article because it gives a really interesting perspective on indigos, which we, is a word that you hear a lot of as well. Um, and so let's let's take a, take a quick read here uh, by Ethan Indigo Smith. People often ask me, what is an indigo? Even though it is a common question and natural to wonder, the question itself shows how little actually, how little we actually understand of indigos. It is actually conversed to how indigos communicate and think. Indigos take the commonly understood quotients and push beyond them, not seek to define, reduce, and categorize them by what is already known. Indigos utilize commonly held ideas but transmute them into new conditions unbound by the confines of previous understandings and beliefs. So then, the question is not so much, what is an indigo? It is more accurately, how do you be indigo? For any discussion of indigos, it helps to recognize the difference between these questions. The truth is, one is not born an indigo. Rather, we are each born with the potential to embody the perspective of of the indigo. However, most of us have this innate inkling quickly removed from us through authority and indoctrination. We are trained and conditioned to become institutionalized individuals, naysayers, dependent on authority, who accept who accept what already is and fear what is not. All the systems we know as martial arts practices are actually anti-martial are actually anti-martial arts. They were systems used by farmers and peasants living under the thumb of feudal and fascist institutions to defend themselves against imperial aggression. This is why the martial arts were so often secreted and were so often secreted and why so many martial arts weapons have their origins as farm tools and implements throughout recorded time. The common narrative has been one of fascists and their foot soldiers versus common farmers and freedom fighters. And yet, while the origins of the martial arts are related to soldiering, they are imperfect philosophical opposition to soldiering. The martial arts, like so many yogic and meditative practice, are about developing the self and the individual consciousness, not by instilling servitude to a collective. Now, it would be not... Now, it would not be right for me to tell you how to develop yourself. That would be like telling you how you ought to interpret God. It is just not my place. What I can tell you is that indigos use communication to affect their world instead of farm implements. Through rhetoric, slang, or otherwise, they communicate on consciousness, innately use their words and deeds to show how things are, revealing a vastly different perspective to the status quo. Like many things, being an indigo is not so much what you do, it is how you do it. Or rather, how you are, your state of mind. 1111, a call to the indigos. This is kind of the next section. So he's giving like a breakdown of the indigos and then how it ties into indigos. I mean, he's given a breakdown of uh, the indigos and how it ties into 1111. Do you often see the number 1111? In numerology, 1111 represents the unity of all things. That we are all of the same vibration, even though we appear to be separate in the physical. It also symbolizes the number four, right? You've got one, 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 one. At its most basic, the number four is a symbolic is symbolic of completion. The four elements which combined create the one, the totality of everything, the intersection of duality and polarity. 
When we see 1111, we are being asked to pay attention to this connection to transcend the status quo, to go beyond what is already known, to create new unprecedented conditions, to become an indigo. In nature, this symbolism is illustrated in the cycles of four seasons, spring, summer, winter, and fall, derived from the flow of cycles between two solstices and two equinoxes of our orbit, as well as the elements of nature, air, fire, water, and earth. Four is also reflected in the four aspects of the self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional. Similarly, the Taoist tradition points to four phases of training and being, or developing self. First, as a martial artist, or anti-martial artist. Second, as a healer, then as a scholar, and then as a priest. The symbolism of four is also represented in the four forms of arithmetic, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Just as there are four seasons and four forms of arithmetic, comprehensive thinking and problem-solving encompass four dimensions. The thesis, is it so? Antithesis, is it not so? Synthesis, are both so? And nullesis, are neither so? Thus, there are also four paths before us in every situation. There are the, these are the known, there are the known quotients. The thesis, should I do this? The antithesis, should I do that? And there are synthesis, should I do both? And there's the fourth part, the nullesis, should I do neither? The part, the path of the infinite potential, the path into uncharted territory, the realm of the indigo. 1111 symbolizes four and the opportunity for embodying the higher aspect of self, the higher aspect of our natural function. It symbolizes potential and a powerful opportunity for peace and perspective. It represents an opportunity in time to be most ascended, highly fun- our most, our, to be our most ascended, highly functioning self. Each of us at every moment has the opportunity to be a true warrior, a healer, a scholar, or a priest on one level or another. Each of us has the opportunity to rise up in peace, understanding, and compassion like a bodhisattva or indigo and be the change in the world combined by outmoded understandings and beliefs. Despite our level of capability of learning, despite who or what is restraining us, we always have the option to reach toward higher levels of being, toward the peaceful potential of completion and oneness. Just as there are unlimited levels of development in warrior, healer, scholar, and priest modes of being, there's an unlimited number of choices available to us, the infinite potential of the unknown fourth option. And we are being called through the synchronicity of the 1111 symbolism to make our choices and resonate our energy in tune with the powerful, peaceful beings we are and the powerful, peaceful future we are creating. 1111 is a reminder. 1111 reminds us the nature of duality and polarity represented by four and our highest levels of spiritual function. 1111 reminds us to return to our most peaceful and powerful potential, to embody the potential of the indigo. And it reminds us that we have the opportunity to create peace, oneness, and completion, to transcend the status quo and transmute it into something new, unexpected and beautiful. To close, I will leave you with the four bodhisattva vows of Buddhism, which eloquently describe the indigo state of mind. Sentient beings are numberless. I vow to save them all. Desires are inexhaustible. I vow to put an end to them. The dharmas are boundless. I vow to master them. The Buddha's way is unsurpassable. I vow to attain it. Ah, very thorough, very deep. Ethan always takes it to a deep level. Uh, You can check out, um, like I said, check out the interview with him. Fascinating guy, fascinating perspective here. You know, you hear a lot about indigos and so forth and indigo children and crystal children. And uh, I like uh, this perspective. It's an interesting way of putting it. It's like, hey, this is sort of uh, just another common term for, um, you know, the same sort of um, individual 
that's been around in different ways and different forms throughout history, recorded history, and, and I'm sure well beyond recorded history, way well before someone who is expanding their perspective in this very holistic manner. So I think uh, this is a uh, very pertinent sort of perspective for the times too with everything that's going on you know we did the show the other day on on the election um talking about that a lot of people are still sort of reeling from that and there's rioting and and so forth people are rising against you know uh sort of what they view as the close-mindedness of our new president and um i i think of mother Teresa, you know when she was asked to march against the war in vietnam she said, I'll never do that, but when you have a march for peace, I'll be there. And I believe this is a very, um, this is pertinent, you know, when you talk about this sort of perspective that Ethan's talking about in this article and, um, you know, moving that along to what's going on in our world and learning to accept and understand that everything's happening in divide order and for the greatest good ultimately. So, um, yeah, what, you know, I actually, the singer, songwriter, uh, novelist Leonard Cohen died and I thought what a perfect time to what a what a brilliant individual and what a perfect time to share one of his quotes that resonates and is perfect for sort of everything that we're dealing with in the world right now Leonard said ring the bells that still can ring forget your perfect offering there's a crack in everything and that's how the light gets in so <laughs> if there's a crack you view a crack in our society right now that's how the light gets in that's what a what a timely um interesting you know interesting and timely uh event for him to pass and journey on into another into another realm and that very um relevant quote that is very well known and beautiful um profound uh sort of resonates even louder with his passing it's sort of like him making his statement as he exits i love it and um, what I'd like to do is um, l- actually play, uh, speaking of the Positive Heads uh, Facebook page, someone shared this on uh, this video clip on there uh, from YouTube, and it's sort of, um, I think it's um, sort of strung together Abraham Hicks talking about the election a few different times at different points, um, and she says, uh, the title of this, We Think... It is the best election ever. (laughs) I found this on the Awaken Within YouTube page. Uh, Let's take a listen. We think that it's the best election ever because it gives you, as a large segment of the population of this planet, an opportunity to discover that it was never about them anyway. The Republicans do not create your reality and the Democrats do not create your reality. We think it is the best election ever, and the outcome of it is irrelevant. They don't create your own reality. You do. But you can introduce a lot of resistance into your vibration by finding this or that or all of it to push against. They are not the vortex through which your well-being flows. They have minuscule influence on what happens to you. Your relationship with your own vortex, your getting into your receiving mode, that's what influences what comes to you. The balance of your planet and all of its diversity is magnificent. And your nation and its politics are only a small spattering in the whole spectrum of all of that. If you can make diversity your friend, 
see it as a big buffet of many choices. And then you can become a purer, more deliberate, more personal chooser of your own thoughts. You don't even know what either of them really thinks because you rarely have an opportunity to put it in the context of anything that is whole. Nothing is presented to you in a pure enough form for you to translate it with any effectiveness through your own physical senses. You've got to get it through your solar plexus. You've got to get it through your emotional center, you see. It's unlikely that either of them will be able to say enough to help you align. So how do I participate in this? And if I'm going to be part of uh, the election or if I want to vote for somebody, or do I even vote? Do I separate myself completely from that? Well, first, understand that you are always casting vibrational votes for everything that affects you. We would say, don't worry about it. We would say, don't suffer over it. We would say, don't push against it. And don't ever, ever, ever ask anything to be everything that you need it to be. And never, ever, ever attempt to give anything your whole support. That's like saying to someone, you need to be exactly what I need you to be before I can feel good. You are in deep doo-doo if that is what is necessary. This will help you to understand what the uncondition of your alignment is really about. Even those who signed those documents that are the basis on which you have founded your nation, they were not even in agreement with each other, even though they signed their names to those documents. But enough time has passed and there was no social media for you to be up on every argument or everything that was uttered. And so time has sort of blurred your ability to understand the diversity that was present even in all of that. That was not a coming to a place of perfection from which your nation has been eroding and sliding away from ever since. It's all been and will continue to be in the process of becoming. And these people that have given so much of their life and time to get out there in order to gather the consciousness and help focus the consciousness, without exception, it would do well for you, your benefit for you, to appreciate every one of them and the contribution they are making, even if you do not agree with what they are saying, you see. If you can give up on needing someone to be lovable before you love them, you will be free. If you would vote for every positive aspect you see on every side of the aisle, ooh, then you would be at least one who lines up with the vortex that you have collectively created, you see. Everyone who has lived is now non-physically focused and focused upon the well-being of what's going on here and now. There is a collective body of powerful creators and focusers who are not just rooting for your well-being, not just rooting for your survival, not only rooting for your joyous survival, but knowing with everything that we all are that it will continue to be and that it will continue to be good to the degree that you as individuals allow it to be good. So rather than asking them to be what you need them to be so that you can flow your love, just flow your love and trust that law of attraction will find the outlet for which it to flow to, you see. You don't have to worry about these things. And it doesn't mean don't be informed. It doesn't mean don't have an opinion. Those opinions matter very much. Sift and sort and decide, but then just don't get all twirled up in any outcome that you cannot control. And if someone says, how are you voting? Just say, I'm voting for the happy ticket. Which one is that?
It's both of them, really. I make lists of positive aspects of both candidates every day. And that will stop the conversation right then and there. When you talk about political things, oh, Esther can talk as good a game as anyone. She really understands what's going on. In other words, she likes being informed, but she never, ever, ever gets into a political discussion with anyone that she doesn't get a knot in her stomach because we don't come to the party. And when we're not at the party, Esther's used to us being at the party. She's used to infinite intelligence streaming through. And when she gets on a subject where she's all blocked off, where she's got herself all blocked off and asks for the energy to stream, but she's all blocked off, it punches her hard. And that's what makes you think we need to do something different. But the thing that you need to do that's different isn't find someone to open your valve. You do it. The recognition that no one holds the power or the key to your vortex that only you do. What this has been for most of you is an exercise of disempowerment. It's been a wobbling of who will help you do the thing that they were never meant to do and never will be able to do. It's a turning over your ability to lead your own life to someone else who couldn't possibly lead your own life. You could sit with each one of them and have a full year with every one of them. And you could not effectively convey to them who you are or what you want or need from them. And even if you did, they could not give it to you no matter how hard they tried because they cannot understand your perspective. That is not a gift that they have to give you. You see, you are looking for righteousness and goodness and truth and justice in all the wrong places enjoy the game <laughs> enjoy the game of it you get fixated on the negative aspects of something and it prevents you from ever seeing any positive aspects even though there may be some and so Esther decided to do something that she had decided not to ever do again she decided to watch some of the political discussions to see if she could get past her own prejudices to see if she could give anyone the benefit of the doubt enough to receive wisdom from someone that she had decided was not wise to see if she could see past the decisions that she had already made and she was so surprised and won't even say it out loud to you of the intelligence that she found in this one and 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 this one there were harmony points all over the place that you don't want to speak out loud in a political arena what it comes down to is you have a point of attraction and your point of attraction is showing you what it is at all times and as a mass consciousness you have created something that now a lot of you are complaining about and we don't think that it's too different from what's going on in your individual lives you create things and then you complain about them and it's time to no longer create them it isn't that you want to stop complaining because that would mean no longer enjoy the contrast but accept your point of attraction and stop trying to make the way you feel someone else's fault when you take responsibility for how you're feeling then you have the benefit of moving yourself into harmony with what you really feel and what you really know and when you do that you will have that harmonic political process that you all right now feel so desperately that you are in need of you can't continue to look at what is and flail about in your discomfort of what it's all come to and cause it to come to something different than what you are looking at you see 
and so many of you have wisely just withdrawn your attention from it but if you're wanting to be of help to anything no matter how close up it is to you or how far away it is to you get into the receiving mode and then and give yourself the permission to find a positive aspect on somebody on the other side of the political spectrum because until you do that you will never be in harmony with your inner being who loves them all so just start deciding what you're for and start listening for evidence of that and what you'll begin to notice is in many cases they start to sound like one another no matter how far apart they are in their political views they begin to start reflecting the sentiment of one another and that really is the wonderful thing that's going on in this particular time is that so many have become aware of what isn't working that there is a vortex so powerfully inflated with what is wanting that there is an acquiescing to that so it's not about the will of the people it's not about the vote of the people it's about the vibrational balance of the people it always has been and just because there's something that's a reflection of what's going on in the masses doesn't mean that it has to affect you unless you are one who always vibrates with the masses you have the ability to be an individual advocate of your own well-being and others you do not have to look at what is and let what is be the only reason that you broadcast and then receive isn't that an interesting thing a whole big bunch of you all twirled up in focusing on what you don't want and broadcasting so much about what you don't want that all you're getting is more of what you don't want and it's just getting louder and louder and louder and louder and louder so yeah i mean as always so on point it's why she's my favorite i mean i you guys know I play her more than anyone else. There's so much good content out there and it's always something relevant to what's happening. And that's what I love. I don't just, it's like, I don't have to search far, right? It's so good. You're always casting vibrational votes. If you could give up on needing someone to be lovable before you love them, you'd be free. Think about that with this president. If you despise him, you know, um, does, does he need to be lovable before you love them? Maybe that's why he's there is so that you can find love and see the beauty in, you know, how it's perfectly imperfect, right? Um, you know, she talked about if you would vote on every positive aspect you see on every side of the aisle, then you would be one who lines up with the vortex of what we've collectively created. Wow. You know, you're voting all the time what you, what you pay attention to, what you support, what you say yes to, you know, and not against... If, you, if you're against it, give it no energy. Um, rather than asking them to be what you need them to be so you can flow your love, just flow your love. Don't get caught up in the outcome of these these things. I mean, from one hand, it, to me, it kind of seems perfect that this has happened now that I think about it. Of course, what no one predicted, the, the guy who stirs everything up the most, that causes the most uh, feeling to bubble up in people, right? On both sides is, is there, of course, right? How do we process it? By bringing it up to the surface. How do you deal with it? This is it. Say you're voting, you know, she talked about saying you're voting for the happy ticket. <laughs> um, make a list of, you know, positive aspects of both candidates. Um, talked about opening your valve. Only you have control of this. This election doesn't have control of that. You do. Um, stop trying to make the way you feel someone else's fault. It's... It's so empowering. Besides that, it's so empowering when you understand you're in control. You're not the victim of any of these things. It's, these things are minuscule in your world, ultimately, unless you give them all your power. 
When you take responsibility for how you feel, you can move yourself into harmony, she said. You know, the vote doesn't have to affect you unless you are are one who always vibrates with the masses, right? You don't have to look at what is and let what is be the only reason you broadcast and and then receive, right? You don't need to broad broadcast what you don't want. Ugh, so much, so much wisdom, so much power and all those thoughts and perspectives. And I hope they all help you as you journey, uh, as you continue your journey today and tomorrow and every day henceforth um, in the spirit of Leonard Cohen. I'm going to leave you guys with a song. This is his song, Hallelujah, which has been played, you know, uh, redone by many people. Um, And, you know, he wrote it and then it was many years later until it got famous. Someone kind of rewrote it a little bit and then Jeff Buckley recorded it and it became very famous. Now every, you know, American Idol contestant has sung it or because it is such a powerful, beautiful song. And if you think of this song, you know, as a celebration of you uh, sort of transcending, becoming that indigo, transcending all the duality and seeing the holistic view, transcending a reaction to what's happening in the, the external world and, and finding your peace and love within. Hallelujah, right? Hallelujah. You've arrived. You are it. You've done it. Now it's just strengthening, doing the doing the work, you know, like yoga practice or Tai Chi that Ethan likes or any other practice that resonates with you. You work at it to get stronger and stronger in your in your perspective that you all have right now. You you're there. You're listening to this. You're there. Hallelujah. Enjoy this rendition of the Leonard Cohen song by Jeff Buckley. I love you all. Hallelujah to you all. Until next time.
faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof. Her beauty in the moonlight overthrew you. She tied you to a kitchen chair. She broke your throat and she cut your hair. And from your lips she drew. God above, all I've ever learned from love was how to shoot somebody who I drew. Yeah. It's not a cry that you hear at night. It's not somebody who's seen the light. It's a call and it's a broken. 